This here podcast is for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You never know, we might be talking about spirituality and wellness, relationships, whatever it is that you do to get your money, be it working somewhere, be it running your own thing, be it having a side hustle, it's all good over here. We are getting organized. We are handling our time management better and we are having fun through it all. Because over here, it's all love, all light and good vibes only. So if you are interested in living, laughing and learning, growing and glowing, drinking your water and minding your own business, this is the perfect place for you. Hi, I'm Tiff, and welcome. Hey, friend, and welcome to another edition of the Life Unscripted Podcast by Organized Energy. I am your girl, Tiff, and I am super, super excited for you to be here with me today. So I want to share something with you from um, my devotional time this morning. Um I had already recorded uh, content for this podcast uh, this week and I and I had not planned on doing anything else with this, <laughs> but um, I feel like I needed to share this. So I'm going to share this. I'm going to be uh, what I believe to be is being obedient. Um, oh, I'm not sure who this is for, um, but prayerfully it is for you. Um it's for somebody, that's for sure. And so I just want to get into it. Uh, I hope that you've been blessed and I hope that you've been um, just smiling today. Uh, I hope that you are just, you're in an amazing space in your life. And so I just want to say that too, as I greet you. Um, but I want to um, read and share um, what I have read from the New Century Version of the Bible. And it is in Mark chapter five. And um, yeah, I want to do that. So reading this morning as I was beginning my day, um, still in the beginning of beginning my day, <laughs> but uh, at the conclusion of reading the passage and, and doing my own studying, I was like, you know what? You know, again, probably need to share this. Um, but I was reading the passage about um, the woman with the issue of blood. And um, in that, and around that time that she received her healing, um, there was someone else that needed a healing too, which was Jairus's daughter, who was a leader in the synagogue. Now, for some of you, you're Bible scholars and you know who I'm talking about. And so for others, I don't want to assume. Uh, so I want to share what the Bible says, just in case you're not familiar. And that's OK. Um, and then we'll talk about it. OK, so let's do that. So uh, Mark chapter five. And uh, we're going to begin with chapter 20 or with verse 21. OK, Mark chapter five, beginning at verse 21. I'm going to read this um, so that you have contact context. Uh, for what I'll be saying next, um, because again, I don't want to assume that anyone 
knows or is familiar and preferably you are but i just want to just for those who may not be okay so let's do this first all right beginning with verse 21 again with from the new century version of the bible it reads as follow when jesus went in the boat back to the other side of the lake a large crowd gathered around him there a leader of the synagogue named jairus came there saw jesus and fell at his feet he begged jesus saying again and again my daughter is dying please come and put your hands on her so she will be healed and will live so jesus went with him a large crowd followed Jesus and pushed very close around him. Among them was a woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered very much from many doctors and had spent all the money she had. But instead of improving, she was getting worse. When the woman heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his coat. She thought, if I can just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Instantly, her bleeding stopped. She felt in her body that she was healed from her disease. At once, Jesus felt power go out from him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? His followers said, look at how many people are pushing against you. And you asked who touched me? But Jesus continued looking around to see who had touched him. The woman, knowing that she was healed, came and fell at Jesus' feet. Shaking with fear, she told him the whole truth. Jesus said to her, dear woman, you are made well because you believed. Go in peace, be healed of your disease. While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of the synagogue leader. They said, your daughter is dead. There is no need to bother the teacher anymore. But Jesus paid no attention to what they said. He told the synagogue leader, don't be afraid, just believe. Jesus let only Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, go with him. When they came to the house of the synagogue leader, Jesus found many people there making lots of noise and crying loudly. Jesus entered the house and said to them, why are you crying and making so much noise? The child is not dead, only asleep. But they laughed at him. So after throwing them out of the house, Jesus took the child's father and mother and his three followers into the room where the child was. Taking hold of the girl's hand, he said to her, Talitha Kaum, which means young girl, I tell you to stand up. At once the girl stood right up and began walking. She was 12 years old. Everyone was completely amazed. Jesus came, gave them strict orders not to tell people about this. Then he told them to give the girl something to eat. All right. And so I want there there's a there's a couple of things i want to share um there's 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 a main thing that i want to share but i want to do something else first um, i want to make mention of something else first can we talk about the fact that the woman that had been bleeding for 12 years going back to verse 25 and reading beyond that among them was a woman who had been bleeding for 12 years she had suffered very much from many doctors and had spent all the money she had. But instead of improving, she was getting worse. There, that piece, which is not what I'm even on here to talk about, but I want to go back and touch on that because, man, the woman who'd been bleeding for 12 years, she'd been suffering with 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 this particular issue with 12 years. Now, to, to make that practical, um, 
make that applicable to, you know, something that you may have been dealing with. It may not be 12 years and it may not be an issue of blood, but it may be an issue of something. Needing healing, waiting on a miracle, needing answers, waiting on something to happen, waiting on your blessing in whatever way that looks like for whatever, however that applies to you, your life, or maybe someone you know, if it's not for you or your life, dealing with something, dealing with something. Um, in this case, again, she'd been bleeding. Just imagine bleeding for 12 years. And I won't go into all the things about that, but just know that, um, you know, in those days that what you would have been referred to as unclean and you would have been treated as such unclean. Nobody wants to touch you. Nobody wants to talk to you. Nobody wants to be with you. Nobody wants to be around you. You, um, you, 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 you. There was there was a thing going on with you. And so you were cast aside um, because of that thing. And so it, it meant a lot for a person to be going through this and for 12 years. My gosh. OK. And uh, and at that point, uh, not quite sure what 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 she was able to use to sustain herself with this that was continuously going on for her. You know, we have feminine products these days. I don't know what that might have looked like in Bible times, but 12 years of bleeding. My gosh. OK. And however long of your thing, whatever your thing is, however long you might have been dealing or suffering or frustrated or waiting. And, and you know what I mean? Whatever that is. But it says that she suffered very much from many doctors and had spent all the money she had. But instead of improving, she was getting worse. Can we talk about that? So whatever the thing, whatever the, the quote unquote 12 years of bleeding looks like for you or someone that you know. Spending all the money you have trying to make it better suffering very much from many quote-unquote doctors now she had doctors because we're talking about the fact that she had been bleeding so that's a medical thing now doctors for you doesn't necessarily have to be doctors whatever your issue is and it says she had suffered very much from in this case many doctors because she thought that that was those were who they were who could have made her well so maybe it's not doctors for you but whatever it is you thought that could have made the difference in your situation um whatever that looks like it could be people it could be you know whatever the thing but tried all the things essentially is what we're saying here tried all the things tried all the ways to uh resolve the the issue tried all the things trying to get better trying to get your blessing, your miracle, trying to turn things around, you know, tried all the people, laid in all the beds, okay, drunk all the drinks, went to all the parties, paid for all the consultants, the counselors, the therapists, the coaches, bought all the books, went to all the expos, all the conferences, took all the classes, you see what I'm saying? Tried all the things. Went to all the brunches. Told all the friends. Asked for all the help. Spent all your money doing it. 
went broke in the process and instead of getting better was still getting worse okay that and so with that being said but let me stop right there tried all the things paid all your money don't went broke trying and still instead of getting better it got worse it's what it says can you relate it could be a broken relationship it could be a marriage went to all the therapy honey all the therapy read all the books went to all the couples conferences <laughs> okay did all the all the things pay for all the therapy and it still got worse the marriage wasn't improving okay business paid all the consultants paid all the business coaches took all the courses read all the books business still didn't go anywhere okay paid all the money went and did all the all the the the, the medical treatments did all the things trying to conceive but still could not have the child mm, okay do I have to keep giving more and more examples? You get it, right? You get it? You get it. So did all these things that would have seemingly should have worked, but got worse. But then verse 27 says, when the woman heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his coat. All right, but when she heard about Jesus, because, you know, then we've exhausted all of our other resources, right? And and then we turn to him. But she heard about him. I hope he's not your last resort, friends. Friends of you that are listening, I hope he's not your last resort. I hope that he's your first resort and we just go to him first. But, you know, life, sometimes it doesn't happen that way. Life be life and, and we don't do that, right? But she heard about him. She heard about Jesus. I don't know how you may have heard about Jesus or how your friends might have heard about Jesus. If this this is not for you, if it's for somebody else, Um, hopefully they heard about Jesus through you. Maybe you heard about Jesus to resolve your issues, to help you through somebody else. But she heard about Jesus some kind of way. And so she came up behind him in the crowd and she touched his coat. If there's a crowd and she came up behind, she pressed through the crowd then apparently to get to him enough to touch his coat. So, you know, she was intentional. And so she heard about him, but she didn't just stop at hearing about him. She 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 made a decision to go see about him, right? She heard about him, but she didn't leave it at that. She went to go see him. And so there was intentionality there. And then there was persistence there. And then she pushed through the crowd because it's a crowd. But she pushed through to get to him. I don't know. Hope you can relate. You heard about him. You know about him. But what you going to do about that? So you're just going to leave it at hearing about it. You're going to go see about him. And not just see, but push through, press through. And what does that pressing through look like to you? You know, 
Are you just going to stand on the outskirts of the crowd or just be amongst those in the crowd? Or are you going to push through to get to the hem of his garment? Whatever pushing through looks like for you. Push through, meaning getting up early to meet him in the morning, to open up his word and to, to sup with him, to listen out for him, to commune with him, to pray with him or to him, to sit and just listen, sit in silence and hear what you can hear. Pressing, you know, pressing. And so um, she pressed just to get to the hem of his garment. If she could just touch that, she believed that she could be made well. You know, she tried everything. You know, maybe you tried everything. And so why not try this? And so she touched him. And it says in verse 28, she said, she thought, he says, she thought, if I can just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Man, man, her faith, because, you know, there's another part of the Bible that tells us that it's impossible. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so she said, if I can just touch his clothes, I will be healed. That's powerful. She wasn't expecting a, a lot. She didn't ask if he would look at me, if he would touch me, if he would say something, if he would. Because she know that he's powerful if he did it, you know. But she's like, if I could just touch the hems of his clothes like I ain't even gotta bother him if I can just touch him in this crowd he ain't gotta say nothing to me he ain't gotta look at me he don't got if I can just just get a just touch his him not really bother him too much won't make a lot of trouble won't cause a lot of a big stir if I can just touch his him I'll be all right man that's some faith and so it says that she touched him and she thought if I can touch his him that I'd be healed. And it says in verse 29, instantly her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was healed. Um, and I believe the difference in her touching and pressing because it makes mention that there was many people that was touching and pressing. But the difference with her was it says she believed the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. So while many others were pressing and touching because it might have been all the rage to do the thing to do. So it's what the crowd was doing. Right. And and people do what the crowd is doing. And so, you know, they might have been pressing and they might have been, you know, whatever. But the difference for her was that she believed she had faith. So she was, she pressed, she got there. She heard about him. She got down there. She pressed through. She touched his hem and she believed. She believed. And so um, there's that. There's that piece. And that was the pivotal piece for her, I believe, uh, in her receiving her miracle. But let's not forget that there was somebody else waiting for a miracle. And that's the whole reason why I started this recording was for this. There was a, there, the Jairus' daughter was dying, he said. And so that was kind of urgent. Would you not agree? And so it was important for Jairus, this leader of the synagogue, one of the leaders of the synagogue, that Jesus make it to his house to see about his daughter and his needs and her needs. And so in the midst of Jesus being on the way to his house to bless him and touch his daughter and save her life, somebody else popped up needing a miracle, which is this woman with the issue of blood. Honestly, it was probably many in the crowd. They all needed something. We all need something from him, right? 
And so, but in the midst of Jairus' daughter needing her miracle, Jairus just like, come on, master, if you come to my house and just touch her, I know she'll be be made well. He's he's depending on Jesus to come on and get to his house so that this urgent thing can be resolved. His daughter was dying. And so in the midst of that, here goes somebody else popping up, needing something, them needing something. And so and she got her in the woman with the issue of blood. This is and she got her miracle. But but Jairus was there first. You know, he asked for Jesus to come to his house and and heal his daughter. And here goes somebody jumping the line and got their miracle, too. And can you relate? Was you there first? Do you feel like you was first in the line, but somebody else got theirs? Somebody jumped up, cut the line and got their miracle. And here you are still waiting. But you were there first and you have to see that they are getting blessed. They're being blessed in whatever way that looks like for them. And you're still waiting patiently in the line and feel like you was waiting first in the line. Whatever that is. It could be relationship. You were waiting first for your husband or your wife. You were waiting first to be able to have your child, your children. You were waiting first for your marriage to be saved. You were already in line before somebody popped up needing something. You were in line waiting on your job, your career, your education, your health, your wealth, your business to be made all right. Your shelter, your transportation, your whatever your need. You were there waiting for that. And here goes somebody popping up with their issue of blood. And, and we are we we thank God for sis, sis's uh, deliverance and her healing. We're not mad at sis at all. It's not about that. But we're saying, but what about you? Because you were there. And you've been praying and you've been waiting for your miracle. And when Jesus was still on his way. At some point, we're talking about verses 35. It says, while Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of the synagogue leader. They said, your daughter's dead. There's no need to bother the teacher anymore. So it looked like it was too late. He blessed somebody else. And now the person that was there first that asked, could you come over here to my house? And just never mind now, it's too late. But... It was too late for who? It's not too late for you and your blessing. It's not too late for your miracle. It's not too late for your marriage to be healed. And it's not too late for your finances to be in order. It's not too late for your romances to be taken care of. It's not too late for whatever it is, your career, your business, your education, your health, whatever the thing. It looked like, ah, never mind now. Don't bother the teacher. It's too late now. The issue is dead now. It's too late now. Not so. Because in verse 36, it says, but Jesus paid no attention to what they said. He told the synagogue leader, do not be afraid. Just believe. Because, you know, that's how it is that we please him, right? We just said that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we see evidence of um, the fruit of 
belief of faith because we see that sis with the issue of blood, she was healed. It says because her faith, Jesus said to her, you are made well because you believed. Go in peace, be healed of your disease. That was in verse 34. So over here in 36, he's again talking about belief um, because they said, you know, just don't worry about it. It's too late. The, the, the girls did. And but Jesus said in verse 36, he said, but Jesus paid no attention to what they said. He told the synagogue leader, don't be afraid. Just believe. Don't listen to what they said. Just believe. Don't let that affect you. Just believe. And so it's, this is an amazing setup for a miracle because it looked like it was too late. Just like with the lady with the issue of blood, it looked like her issue is, was so far gone. 12 years? 12 years of bleeding? That's a long time. That looked like it ain't never going to get fixed because 12 years of bleeding, 12 years of being single, 12 years of dealing with a, a marriage that is uh, less than stellar, 12 years of being broke, 12 years of your business not prospering, 12 years of your career not growing, 12 years of your romances, your finances, your relationships being all tore up, 12 years of whatever the thing that's too far gone it might look like, might seem like, might feel like, but it's not so. Because even though she had uh, seemed like 12 years was a long time, it was not too long for Jesus. And she still received her healing. And so even death, the daughter, the, the Jairus' daughter dead, but that still was not too far gone. God, Jesus was still able to work a miracle in that. So he said, don't believe, don't be afraid, just believe. And so... 37 verse 37 Jesus let only Peter James and John the brother of James go with him ah he had 12 disciples but he only let three go with him and do you know that uh everybody can't be a part of the situation you know have you ever had uh you had this dream, you had this passion, you had this idea, you had this issue, you had this whatever. And then, you know, you try to tell the wrong people and then they breathed a little little nastiness, little negativity on the situation and to where you're like, you know what? Why did I even tell them? Why did I even mention to them? Why did I even share with them what the issue is? Because you know what? Just, yeah, that. And so Jesus only let three Three come with him. Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, go with him. Because everybody don't need to know. Everybody cannot go. Okay? Because you need some folk who are going to be believing and having some strong faith for you. Uh, speaking words of encouragement, not words of despair and doom and gloom. Right? Okay. Just saying. There's a point right there. Don't miss it. Because uh, you can't tell everybody. And you can't take everybody. You cannot tell everybody and you cannot take everybody. Okay, that's it. I saw. I ain't gonna say no more right there. But it says when they came to the house of the synagogue leader, Jesus found many people there making lots of noise and crying loudly. Jesus entered the house and said to them, why are you crying and making so much noise? The child is not dead, only asleep. But they laughed at him. Hmm. So after throwing them out the house, cause see, he's saying something. And so they laughing at it. Again, going back to you can't tell everybody and you cannot take everybody. Some of them got to get thrown out. 
You see what I'm saying? You tell your dream to somebody and they laughed at you. You told your issue to somebody and they laughed at you. You confided in them, confided in them about the thing you're dealing with. And, and they, you know, had their smirks, their laughter, their whatever. You don't need that type of energy, right? You don't need that around you. So he, it says in verse 40, but they laughed at him. So after throwing them out of the house, okay? Yeah, some people need to be thrown out. Some people need to be thrown out the house, thrown out the circle, thrown out the group text, thrown out of the memo because that type of energy you don't need, right? Okay, that's it. That's all I'm saying. Um, But it says that, Jesus took the child's father and mother and his three followers into the room where the child was. And uh, and he told her to stand up and she stood up and she began walking and, and everybody was amazed and all the things. Right. Um, but I want to say to you. That. It may look like. Everyone else's miracle, everyone else's blessing, everyone else's deliverance, everyone else's healing, everyone else's whatever. Again, finances, romances, whatever. Um, They've gotten it. They've received theirs. They've received their portion. But, you know, the song, the old old, uh, song says, while on others thou art calling, please don't pass me by. And so... Yeah, he's not going to pass you by, okay? You might feel like somebody jumped the line. But there's this miracle. There's a miracle that's still waiting for you. And you will receive it if you have the faith to receive it. And all he asks for is faith faith the size of a mustard seed, okay? So we're pressing and we're praying and we're believing We're kicking some folk out because we can't tell everybody and we can't take everybody. And we are preparing for the miracle that God has prepared for us. And we are we are believing that we're going to receive that thing. It's not too late. Your issue's not too far gone. You have not gotten too old. You don't have to think about, well, I'm X age, whatever this is. And so just never mind now. Waited so long. Just forget it now. No, 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 no. We're not going to have any of that kind of talk. We're going to believe it no matter what age and no matter what stage of the situation. Okay? And that's really all I came to share with you today is that it does not matter who jumped the line, who's been blessed, who got their miracle. It's not too late for you to still get yours. All right? We're going to end it right there. I hope that that blessed you. It blessed me. And I'm praying for you. And um, and there's that. So I love you. If you want to stay alerted and stay in the know for when new content is created, when new opportunities are there and all the things, just join my community. Join my mailing list. Go to organizedenergy.co slash alerts. That's with an S at the end. Organizedenergy.co slash alerts. That has an S at the end of that. Um, if this was for you, if you can relate to this message from today that y'all know if you, if you've been listening for any amount of time, you know, I don't usually do Bible studies, uh, here on this platform, not because I'm opposed to it. It's just that 
I don't know, I hadn't been led to do so. But this one, I felt like I needed to share. And so it's slightly different than the other episodes in that, you know, I'm typically talking about business or relationships, um, just things in life. And so this one's a little different, but I feel like I'm being obedient and I wanted to share this with you guys. And so I hope that this blesses you. And if not you, perhaps you know someone that it will bless. And so if you would send it their way, share it with them, um, because you never know the difference it can make in their life. Okay. Um, and if you are a believer, pray with them, not just for them, but with them, uh, for whatever it is that they are experiencing and, and waiting on God to to bless them or deliver them from or bless them with or whatever that looks like, okay? And I want to just give a little bit of scriptural reference for those who may not be as familiar. There may be some of you who are Bible scholars and there are others who um, may be hearing these things for the first time and would like to know more. And so I want to just give a couple of scriptures to read and study. So from the Bible, uh, the book of John, chapter three, verse 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Um, and so you can look that up in your own uh, uh, time of study and uh, explore that a little more. Uh, but then I also want to refer you over to the book of Romans, the 10th chapter. And there's two verses. One is verse 9. And one is verse 13 that I'd like to read for you. So Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Um, and again, I'm reading from the New Century version of the Bible. But verse 9 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 13 uh the second portion of that it says as the strip as the scripture says anyone who calls on the lord will be saved so i just want to share that with you so if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth um, then you're saved if you call on jesus and you believe that he really was raised from the dead then you you shall be saved that's what the bible tells me and so that's what i'm believing okay all right now that being said I want you to know that I love you. I am praying for you. And I pray that you have the best, most blessed, least stressed day, week, month, year, life ever. Okay? Sending my love to you. Have a great one.